This is episode 6 of the Galactic Dads podcast. Today we will talk about Halloween, which is nearly upon us. Uh, We will talk about the new and exciting news over at Marvel uh, involving Kevin Feige. Uh, We will talk about the new comic book day grabs, and as well as some interesting news out of DC about what may or may not be coming to HBO soon. Uh, All that... And we'll also get back to those awesome dad jokes that you've either come to love or hate and tell us all about it later. So let's go ahead and get this episode officially started. Five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast, a podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek. Dad life? I and beyond language what's up yeah justin (laughs) how's it going guys hey what's happening guys i feel like every time i say what's up you all just like pause and like we do well last time i jumped (laughs) in who's going next you know jim was supposed to go but now i know like you both are looking at me so it's like all right there's your cue you don't have a cute. We don't have Jim today, so you don't have yeah, to worry about it. Yeah. If we look I, at you, you get to... Because when I point at Jim to talk, speak? Justin starts. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have to get to speak. You can just start speaking. Just start blurting stuff out. That's yeah, pretty gotcha. good. That's what we love you here for. Uh, so everybody playing the home game, that is correct. Jim is not with us today, but as always, I am Brandon, uh, accompanied by Matt, and Justin's back with us today, too. So hang on to your seats. It's about to get weird. Super weird. Way weird. weird. <laughs> yeah, like weird in a good way. And the thing that always helps us get weird is this delicious booze. So uh, I uh, switched it up today. Today I'm, I'm going with kind of the fall theme. I went with the uh, Four Hands a Peanut Butter Chocolate Stout, which is the absence of light. Kind of, It describes my soul. It'll keep you youthful <laughs> yeah. for a yeah. long time. I right? I read it. Yeah. On the can, it looks like a giant poo monster, and I assume that's what I'm going to see later from this. So, I didn't see the can. Oh, it, uh, It's not a great picture. They could have done better. Yeah. So uh, like, I'm a creature of habit. I'm going with the Voodoo Ranger IPA again just because it's fantastic. Very good. Matt, what are you slurping on over there? I'm going with the old-fashioned Corona. Oh, Mexican. I like yeah. it. Yeah. You got lime? I, no, I don't drink it with lime. He's not that sophisticated. He mm. is. He's classy, but not refined. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I don't really like fruit in my beer, but if I'm gonna put a fruit in a beer, a lime in the Corona wouldn't be bad. I've had it before. It's just you know, it's just it's. I don't know. It just takes too much. You know, <laughs> screw like, it. I don't got I mean, just open the beer and drink it to be going and cutting fruit all over the place. Because <laughs> I don't drink Coronas all the time, so it's like I buy a lime, cut half. You know, use half of it in the other. That Maybe I'm lazy. Rounds. I just get that bottle of lime juice and just put like a few mm. squirts in there. Yeah, that's not the. Yeah, it's not zero. authentic. <laughs> it's not authentic. It doesn't go good. That's with like my the flavor si- of a real lime. All right, well, you don't have one now, so apparently you don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't need it. I'm you, good. You know what we do have? What? Too much candy, because Halloween is tomorrow. <clears throat> Yeah, I think I've pretty much eaten all my candy here at the house. <laughs> We've got nothing but Snickers left. And 
in my worst thing. Those are usually the first to go in my house. I know. I she's like, we're going to hand them out. I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> Those <laughs> are, are staying mine. here. You know, I'm, I'm, I was talking to a guy at work about this today. Like, I actually like a candy bar that not a lot of people do. I, I love that the Baby Ruth candy I, bar. I like Baby Ruth. They're freaking amazing. They're no, fantastic. they're good. I brought in a bunch of little snack-sized ones today, and I was like, man, these freaking things are awesome. I like a Baby Ruth. I like a Butterfinger. I thought you were going to say something weird. Too. Like, I like Mounds Bars. Like, <laughs> Get Just out of my country. Coconut, right? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> mm. I mean, I like coconut, don't get me wrong. But I really, I'm, I'm more of a the Almond Joy. I can do those. My work bought uh, a huge bag of Starburst, like all assorted flavors and everything, and all I've been doing is going to get in the pink and red ones constantly and just like hoping it ends up as a bowl of like orange and yellow so let me nobody let me, can enjoy <laughs> except for me i actually like the orange and yellow starburst they're good but you gotta get through I mean, the I reds and the pinks mind. first or else they suck so let me ask you this as 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 uh, as parents handing out candy to uh in your neighborhood are you the type of parents that go to like walgreens and they buy like bags of snickers and reese's pieces and you know and our peanut butter cups i mean and you know and like the good candy or are you just like, you see that huge, you know, four-pound bag of shit candy for $3 dollars and grab that thing, and you're like, this is what you get, this is your kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it depends. I don't really know my neighbors that well yet, Yeah. so I don't know if I'm willing to spend. Yeah, you got to or you gotta You're not putting sodas in yeah. there. Yeah. Realistically, <laughs> like. Full-size candy bar. I'm yeah. certainly not the full-size candy bar house, that's <laughs> for sure. But I might, you know, I might spring and let them have... Like, if it's a goodie bag, yeah. they can have the M&M's, but I'm keeping the peanut M&M's. Like, get oh, out of yeah. here. I mean, I made the mistake of, uh, a couple of years ago, I bought a huge, like, there's a plethora of all kinds of different kinds of candies, and we put it in a bowl, and we went to a Halloween party, and we just left it on our porch, saying, please take one. Obviously, the one You're one of kid, those people. The one kid <laughs> on the block who was like... Trusting. Why would I listen to this side? I'll no. take one. Yeah. One whole gonna, bowl. Yeah, I'm going to empty yeah. this bowl into my... No, I'm uh, taking the bowl. My, I'll uh, leave your sign. <laughs> into my pillowcase. And then, you know, nobody will ever hear about it. I'm That's, pretty sure I there's did a that. lot of ring doorbell videos right now. <laughs> of oh, kids dead with little that. kids just looking around, just taking the bowls. Yeah, around. but how are you going to catch them? They're all in costume. I know. You know who those kids I was at a Halloween party drinking and masks. Hang on. can't even tell if they're boy or girl. Yeah. What does that mean? No, no. He's talking about the party you were at. Oh, yeah. yeah, that too. <laughs> Can't tell. The friends you hang out with. Oh, yeah. By uh, the way, how's Katie? <laughs> She's li- doing wonderful. She's awesome. Listening. She's a great lady. Listening. She Hi, Katie. Listening. Yeah, shout out to our listener. Congratulations, Katie. You're like the first uh, listener <laughs> shout out. That's a pretty big honor if you ask me. Yeah, don't look too much into it. We could shout out someone else next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations though we hope you tune in next week to see if it keeps going (laughs) we hope you keep listening though thank you for listening following (laughs) thank you katie and all the other things you do for the show we appreciate it i was actually interested to know how she was so that's why i asked i don't think that's true at all no that's totally (laughs) what they call me a liar (laughs) kind of i'm actually now interested what the hell's going on here (laughs) so uh, so our listener, Katie, yeah, our listener, my girlfriend, has been listening to the podcast, 
And she was like, so the last one that ended, she was like, it was really great. You guys sound awesome. But you didn't mention me at all, so I'm kind of pissed about it. And I was like, oh, okay. And now he's giving the details on this. Oh, <laughs> I thought right. you were doing it out of the kindness of your heart, not because you were guilted in no, it. No, no. <laughs> not out of the kindness of my heart at all. <laughs> We've already spent too much time. Oh, no, this. no, no. We're going to stay here a while. Buckle <laughs> <Walk laughs> up, buddy. <laughs> you know what? Uh, we should just have Kay. Kay, call in. Yeah. Go ahead and call Justin's <laughs> yeah. phone, yeah. and uh, we'll, we'll put you on speaker. We'll make this real fun. Oh. She will call. She will call. So, speaking of um, not that at all, <laughs> anybody's kids dressing up for Halloween? Uh, my little guy is about to turn four, obsessed with the Ninja Turtles, mm. so he got a Ninja Turtles uniform and all, all the bells and whistles like which one is he it came with all the different colored masks so he's mikey leo donnie and oh so we can like change anyone yeah and it came with all the weapons too oh that's freaking amazing if i was a kid this outfit came with all the ninja turtles all the masks (laughs) and all the weapons to go with that's awesome i'm talking about childhood that is garbage (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) i'm sure sure it was like bought at like walgreens for like six bucks but still oh man what no this is still awesome we didn't have shit like that no it is four Almost four? He's almost four. No, you gotta stop it. He's peeking too early. I'm gonna drop yeah. the elbow. Dude, when I was in Throw away costumes half of as a kid, <laughs> yeah. I had like you my start parents... start where I start, buddy. My yeah. parents like, you know, had a towel that was, you know, dark black or something that they would put in my shirt, you know, and make it as my cape oh, to be cape. Batman. Yeah. Dude, you know, that, that was poor my... people did. <laughs> that was my Halloween costume. I had a Ninja Turtle sweatshirt <laughs> with all of the Ninja Turtles on it, and then they painted my face green. There you go. And that's how I was a Ninja Turtle for Halloween. You want to know the worst costume ever I think improvised? No. <laughs> what my dad would do, uh, so he didn't want to go out and buy his costumes, so he would take like uh, a plate, like a regular plate you would put in the microwave, and he would take a lighter to it and let all the soot build up, and then he would just paint our faces with the soot and send us out in whatever... Yeah, you're a pirate. That doesn't seem very healthy at all. No. <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to have some dermatologist bills. You're probably yeah. going to asbestos in there? <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, the shit your dad and my mom well, used I mean, to I was do. One year I was a zombie, and for makeup, they, put, they had white uh, paint. Well, they used lipstick, red lipstick. For, <laughs> of course they for did. The, for the blood. Matt grew up in a house wow. of women. Yeah, I had four older sisters, so, you know. <laughs> Did you ever wear the jellies? I don't even know what that jellies. is. Jellies. <laughs> I'm wearing my jellies. <laughs> to bedazzle all your denim. Uh, a denim denim. What? All right. So, <laughs> anyway. I'm lost. Anyway, the, uh, oh, your kid's a Ninja Turtle, or all the Ninja Turtles. Uh, yeah, he, whatever he chooses to be at that moment in time. He That's can be sweet. There. That's sweet. I, I would really like weird. to uh, dress my dog up as Splinter, and you can... Take her with you. I'm down for that. <laughs> I would. That would be awesome. I'm sure a dog's a little bit easier to handle than my son at this point. So it depends know. where you're at. <laughs> Your son can be rowdy, but you know he's um, a boy. He's not that bad. I'm sure if you go, hey, there's candy there. He'll go there. Like wherever you point, he'll probably go. Last year, <laughs> he was so afraid to go up to the door, even with other am. kids and stuff. Yeah. Even with other kids, he was like, "No, Dad, can you just go get it for me, and I'll just reap the benefits." <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, no, man. 
It sounds like last year he went as a work supervisor. Uh, you go do it. You go Pop do it. Patrol, but right same here. thing. You go do that. Yeah. Yes. Matt, what's your daughter dressing up as this year? She is going as Captain Marvel. Nice. Oh yeah. Already got the costume. We're gonna oh, rock yeah. it again. Yeah, definitely. Get your money's worth. Same costume she met Bri in. Nice. Oh, yeah. It's authentic. You can like talk to people at their front doors about how little girl got well, Yeah, that and you know, she she told me, so Oh, she did? Yeah. She See, said, Dad, I want to be Captain Marvel again. That's great. We asked Kinsley what she wanted to be, and I was like, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, get the costume, right? Yeah. No. I want to be a witch. <laughs> oh <laughs> and I think witch uh, granted. Lee sent us a picture. Uh huh. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> She's a witch. She's a witch. <laughs> but she is. Crushing your hopes Flipping adorable. Oh, I bet. Yeah, she's not the witch you drop the house on or get wet to kill. She's the one you're like, hey, I'll go and steal those ruby red slippers for you. She's a good witch. That'll work. Mm, indeed. I just kind of want to So It will work. Ugh. You don't get the Wizard of Oz reference? I, no, All we right. got it. Okay. <laughs> we, we had it. it was, uh, Struggled a little bit to yeah. get there. All are, right. are, you, uh, are you dressing up? Or is anybody dressing up? You uh, know, I, I thought about it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really one to get in costume for much. Like I feel like I dress up every day as a responsible adult, and that's hard enough. <laughs> true. Can't ask much more. True. Yeah. Very, very true. I, I mean, do, same here. I have a Superman onesie that, like, full on, <laughs> I'm talking, it even has, like, the ripple marks for the, for the abs and everything and the pecs. Does that have the cape? It does. Is it, it does. really the pajamas? I wore it for Halloween. Is like the pajamas? Yeah. Yeah. I wear wore that tomorrow. It's not going to be warm. <laughs> Actually, uh, there was one year I was doing snow removal for part of my job, and I wore that underneath all my bibs. Was, was I comfy? Tell you hey, what. Clark Kent, watch you pour the salt on the sidewalk <laughs> yeah. so we can get out of here. Get out of here. Hurry it up, Superman. <laughs> there uh, was one year that I went to a costume party, and I think I was like maybe 22. And I didn't have a costume, but I wanted to wear one on the way to the party, so I stopped at a store. Of course, there were no costumes left on Halloween night. So I got, like, a little kid Superman costume, (laughs) and I squeezed into it. (laughs) It was a one-piece, and it was spandex. (laughs) And I have to tell you, the only thing super about that costume was how I did not go to jail. (laughs) Were you packing? I would... I was smuggling. Like, the Fortress of <laughs> Solitude groups. was out. And it was bad. <laughs> They're like, what's your kryptonite? And I was like, public exposure. <laughs> Space in the suit. Did you stuff a couple socks down there and make yourself look like No, Spider-Man? I, like, put on gym shorts. Because I was like, mm-mm. Ain't nobody's <laughs> checking this out. I felt like Borat in his swimsuit. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> so that was interesting one there. Uh, yeah. yeah. The Superman symbol went from, like, my collarbone, like, to below my belly button. That's how <laughs> yeah. much it's stretched out. It doesn't exactly match, but you can really tell what I'm trying to go for. Here. You know, like, the whole body. <laughs> super. How many people went up and was like, yeah, that doesn't fit you. <laughs> no. You should go change. No, how many people went up to you and didn't say that, but thought that? Oh, everyone who saw me. A lot of people were laughing when they saw me, which I'm pretty used to, so I didn't care. <laughs> Oh, that and I said I was 22 punches, at a man. Halloween party, right? Yeah. I, I was mean, wasted. I didn't care. When you're at the adult Halloween parties, 
they're much different than when you got kids. Way different. That's something I'm really kind of lamenting. Like Halloween used to be incredible. Now I just dread it. I'm like, ugh. I gotta yeah. go do this. I gotta go walk around my I gotta neighborhood. Give, I gotta give away candy. I gotta take my kid to beg for candy. <laughs> beg for it. Yeah. Now the wife and I are trying to figure out, like, wait, we have to do both. Like, we want to be good neighbors, but we also want our daughter to have a good Halloween. So, we'll be like, <laughs> which one we'll stays we, home? Yeah, yeah. Who's staying home? Yeah. And of course, I'm like, pick me, pick me. Oh my god, pick me. <laughs> but then, please I'll, give me this. But then, like the non-self, like the good parent me is like, well, but my daughter's gonna be really cute. I want to see that. Yeah. You know, she's young. You only get that once, maybe twice if you're lucky. So I don't want to miss that. But also, I'm like, you know, I. Want to also sit on my porch with the shotgun and say, you take one piece and go. <laughs> Tell also, me your joke. Like, uh, most people now today, like, when any little kid, doesn't matter, walks up onto their porch and they're giving out candy, they're nothing but like, oh my goodness, look at yeah. you, you look so good, you're, uh, you know. Kid, Builds them up. A kid my... could show up in a burlap bag or like, <laughs> What are you, you sack know. of potatoes? No, I'm uh, I'm soot on the bottom of a plate. <laughs> and you're going to be like, you look great. You look fantastic. <laughs> I told you guys What's that your name? Where do you live? Right? <laughs> uh, our friends from the DFS are coming. Anyway, enjoy your candy. Appreciate it. <laughs> I told you that in confidence. <laughs> Somewhere your father said they're smoking a cigarette. Let them come and take you. I don't care. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I don't shit. care. <laughs> Get them out of my house. <laughs> Maybe I'll finally move out, damn it. There you go. <laughs> Do you ever get any rashes on your face or anything? Not that I can recall. I mean, this was years and years ago, guys. I'm almost 30 years old now, so... So wait till you're like 40 and 50, and that's when that shit starts You know what? Hitting. But it, it did occur to me. I was like, if Rowan doesn't have a costume, what if I just took what he did, <laughs> turned it into something that my dad did, and then I could just copy off him, and it'll be all good, you know? Don't just... put burnt paper plate <laughs> soot Yeah, like, don't son. screw it up. Like, <laughs> don't accidentally, like, light the paper plate and then be like, eh. It's and, not like, a paper rub it plate. It's, it's a no, legit I understand. plate. I understand it's a legit plate, because otherwise, how do you light a flame under it and wipe soot off? Apparently, you guys were never poor. I was poor. I just didn't realize. Nah, honestly, I wasn't that poor. Yeah. I was never. Or your dad cared about you. That's also My dad didn't have a lighter. (laughs) It was like, you know what? We're just gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep this rolling. It's, get, it's getting into a place. It's starting to be hard. All think, right, guys. <laughs> I think we're gonna come back to that when we have a couch and someone with a pen and a notepad. <laughs> Any therapy? I didn't know. <laughs> I need therapy after hearing it, my God. <laughs> that's okay. We love you. It's good. That's good. Yeah. So anyway, so we've got uh, Ninja Turtles, Captain yeah. Marvel, and, and a, a witch. witch. Yeah, and none of us are dressing up. I'm not. You're not. No, I'm not. No, no. I don't. No, what I usually do is I bring my golf cart and my golf cart trailer over to my sister's house. And what mm-hmm. I do is, as the kids are running from house to house, me and my sister or whoever <laughs> is with us will ride the golf cart and you know follow the kids along. And then when they get deep in the neighborhood and they're ready to go back, they jump on and we take them back. Well, the golf cart was getting painted, and now I got it back. So it's sitting in my garage, uh, ready to be uh, put back together, and then I could go. But it, if it's going to be snowing, I'm not going to take the golf cart out. 
could do but, some uh, wicked donuts, though, man. You, you yeah. know what we should do? What? Instead of the golf cart, we should just jump in the cross track, all-wheel drive, and oh, just slowly well. roll behind the kids. On yeah. board that idea. I, I mean... Does it have a trailer to pull the kids? <laughs> I don't have the hitch on it, but I, <laughs> I was could. Gonna say, you just lift the back hatch and let them hang out. <laughs> and then know? we'll just hold the trailer hitch. We'll, <laughs> yeah. just, we'll ask, just sit in the back and just hold the trailer hitch. Ask our wives, it. hey, just sit back there. Hang on to it. We'll drive. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly smacking uh, on the no. brakes. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, no. gas, just gas, it, <laughs> gas it really hard. Oh, my so face. What was that, honey? <laughs> It's a stick. I could make that happen so easy. <laughs> oh, he dropped the clutch like an asshole. <laughs> Sorry, I'm new. <laughs> well, I'm going to go get another brew. How do you guys feel about that? I feel like you should grab one for me as and well. I have a little bit All left, right. but grab me one if you will, too. I have. It's, uh, it's incredible that we're recording in Studio B for the Galactic Dads podcast. Um, and for those who have listened before... That is definitely in Matt's basement in his cool sound acoustic proof whatever room. We call it the Beat Laboratory. This is the Beat Laboratory? It is a Beat Lab. Is this where you guys come to beat your meat? Or? This is where we come to beat our meat. Yeah. This is where we come to think things through. <laughs> this is where we get a lot of our inspiration from. Just being in this room. This room? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the walls. Yeah, I was just kind of staring around. <laughs> There's like, a Rush poster and some blues memorabilia. I mean, I'm not sure why I'd feel inspired by but Some sound dampeners. Other than that, it just looks like a basement room. <laughs> <laughs> no, I dig the acoustic panels when I get... Uh, These you are, know what I need to do? I need to just map out the measurements of this room. Matt, what's the? where are the measurements in this room? 11 by 11. And then if you add the extra door space and closet space... I think it's an extra two and a half feet. So we'll go with 11 we won't by count 11. That in, though. Yeah. <clears throat> so 13 by 11. Basically. With some wallage. Yes. A little bit of wiggle. A little room. bit of wallage. That's cool. I dig it. And what I did for the drums is I double insulated the ceiling mm-hmm. inside the trusses. Mm-hmm. Well, first we did the lights, obviously. Yeah. And then, I, and then I went back and I put one layer of insulation in there and then a second layer ins- of insulation. But I did that with the little tab that you pull out and you can staple to the So then that way so it was nice. double insulated because my daughter sleeps right above this room. She does. So with uh, Which is weird, a little bit of a drum here issue that I have. I heard that your daughter never sleeps, so I didn't think that was a real thing. <laughs> Semi-true. Well, Semi. Semi true. Yes. The kids and night owl. But no, that's I, I did that. I was thinking I was I was told by a lot of people for soundproofing, like double drywall. Uh double layer, layer drywall. Like double layer drywall will help out a lot. But I was just like it's I was not say, that big. No, to me it's not that big of a deal. And plus it would have messed with my corners around my door because it was all measured out. Oh man. And that, I measured out for the closet. And I measured out for the dry bar. I framed it all <clears> myself. And drywalled it all. The ceiling, though, uh, our father-in-law and brother-in-law came and helped me hang the drywall up in the ceiling. Nice. Oh, I came over one day for that. Did you? Yeah, in the bathroom. Oh, in the bathroom. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. You did. Yes. Since you're now family, just 
just know that there's going to be many more favors and days asked of you to come help do things. Oh, don't worry. That's going to go the other way, too. (laughs) I'm only a cousin, and my entire life has been moving his family in and out of places. (laughs) And he loves it. I mean, he, he literally calls and asks me yeah that's well, g upstairs your oh, your dad's <laughs> my godfather so i gotta you know um i gotta like him at least <laughs> no no like i'm, I'm just so interested in all of the fun soundproofing aspects because we'll be doing that in my basement soon yeah you, unfortunately you can't get away from the footsteps upstairs uh, so. nothing gonna change that. oh and i will say don't put if you want to keep the soundproof don't put a vent in i thought i was gonna put an air duct vent in right there and that as soon as you do, the sound escapes through the duct Bow. and shoots through the house. That makes sense. You have the air vent for the downstairs bathroom, right? I well, I have a dual door, so technically, oh, you don't really airflow. Uh, That's fine, and, and it flows from it. one side of the basement to the other. Gotcha. <clears throat> so all right, well, that's super exciting. And I, <laughs> in the back side above the toilet, I have that. Uh, uh, the fan hole so, in the wall where you hide your drugs no <laughs> the fan above the toilet so if you kick that on it'll draw air into the toilet and draw it. it goes into the master bedroom upstairs <laughs> <laughs> oh you told me to build a bathroom downstairs no. so you don't have to deal with it huh well i got news for you this is what it's coming down to <laughs> goes through a tube outside <laughs> so, now you're just mainlining the funk babe. oh yeah send it over to my neighbor oh uh, <laughs> That's the goal. So anyway, <laughs> just send your stench. I don't even neighbor. know how we got down. We uh, we were man. talking about framing out your room. Oh yeah, no, we were talking about Studio B because the oh, Galactic Studio, Death podcast oh. has. And lo- like I said, we call it the Beat Lab. Oh, the Beat Lab. Yeah, yeah that's so. This you is guys Studio have, B. I did have <laughs> a uh, foundation expert come over check out my basement. Uh-huh. Uh, those are all considered curing cracks. So they're not. Oh, are they the severe? Tiny little. Uh, yeah. Insect- well, I got nervous because some of them looked a little bigger. A little but, thicker. Yeah, but he he reassured me that you know you don't have to worry about them now or anything, but later you know, on maybe keep an eye on them. Mm-hmm. But he was like, yeah, it doesn't look like any of like the the foot plating and the foundation is broken, which would cause it to separate and sink more. Buckle. Yeah. So. He goes, yeah, you don't have to worry about anything now. And I was listening to him, and I know the words yet or now were probably operative, but in my mind, all I heard was, so I should just go ahead and finish this then, just the whole thing. He was like, well, I mean, you know, you'd only have to tear out the drywall. And I'm like, that's a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, a lot of money. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) It's basically if something happens, you have to rip your wall out. Yeah, it sucks. Like if my basement were to leak around here. They always tell you that, like, after your house gets built, like, wait at least a year for the foundation to settle. Wait for all the cracks and whatnot, too. I know, but that means we'd have to put that off again until February. (laughs) February is a great year to start. February! (laughs) It's a short month with lots of plans. It's really cold in February. I'm trying to get my stuff done, man. You know what? It's in February. (laughs) It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> that was not on my mind at all. The first thing that came to my mind was Black History Month. Well, yeah, good, it's because you. your costume is a kid. Okay, uh, good for you. Oh, damn! <laughs> all right, there all right. is so much Dang. I'm gonna have to just edit out of this I'm podcast. Just, 
<laughs> I should have my pen out taking notes and timestamp 2839. Let's write this down. We're good. Should yeah. we just start over? Yeah, maybe, but probably <laughs> I don't not. know. It sounds pretty good. In, Wait, Justin's like, no, I don't have that kind of time. it's coming out now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got that kind of time tonight. Later Do we need on. to talk about Katie again? No. Shut up. We've been there. I mean, not that I'm opposed to talking about Katie. I'm sure she's a nice girl. I'm just saying. We've done that. So anyway, like. So what can make him sweat? Yeah. Are you guys trying to As make As he me picks nervous? up the agenda and points out next yeah. topic. I'm trying to keep us on track, guys. Yeah, you guys are deviating from the plan. He's dressing up. And I don't appreciate it. A responsible boyfriend this Halloween. <laughs> Shut. I think he just gave us his stern adult voice. Was that it? I'm is that my Batman voice? No wonder your son. No, your stern voice. Was my stern voice? You were like, I'm trying to keep us on straight. I'm trying to keep us on track, guys. Yeah, we're he on said track. on track. You said straight. What's up, Matt? <laughs> you too many beers deep, man. Try harder. <laughs> Try harder. You know what? If you want to keep us on track, you better get stern with those physical copies of movies. <laughs> I have so many. <laughs> All right, so the movies, though, we, we are super interested in because, as everyone who listens knows, we're massive fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Damn right. And we all know the uh, the guy who hmm? really drives that universe <laughs> is Kevin Feige. Uh, and there was big news regarding him. I really hope we said that name right. Like, I've heard it pronounced a lot of different ways. It- it, it, I don't even think right? he knows the way to pronounce yeah, it. He's so. like, I don't know. My mom said Fage. <laughs> Somebody said Beige. Fage. Fage. Uh, Whatever. But I'm pretty sure it's Feige. And um, I hope that's right because we really have a lot of respect for the guy with the direction he has steered the Marvel Simac universe. And we aren't the only people with respect for him because uh, just this past week it was announced that uh, Kevin would be the chief creative officer at Marvel, period. So that includes the comics, uh, a position that I believe was held by Joe Quesada uh, after C.B. Subaleski took over the role of editor-in-chief. Um, I just find that really interesting because uh, Quesada has been on board since, what, the early 2000s, uh, and then... I mean, he was instrumental in a lot of stuff. He launched the the Marvel Knights imprint, which reinvigorated like Daredevil and, and those types of street-level characters. Street-level. Let's call yeah. Daredevil one of the taps, all right? Let's let's give him his due. Yeah, that I mean, that was the classic <laughs> Kevin Smith uh, storyline. He's that going was stern again. <laughs> stern. Yeah, he's going stern. <laughs> yeah, it's my Batman voice, guys. I'm sorry. But, yeah, what do you guys think about that? The guy from the movies is now the chief, he's chief creative of everything, Of every, right? Of ever, like, all the storylines, everything mm-hmm. that comes out from this point on. Now, from what I read, Quesada's still on as, yeah. like, creative. Like he's, like, I'm sure he had, or something, like, co-creative. Yeah, he's, I'm something. sure he's got an influence uh, on it. Because he's been doing good. I feel like Marvel's been doing some interesting stuff, uh, but... You know, with Disney taking over, of course, they're going to be like, hey, look at this guy who is rocking this. Mm-hmm. Let's see what he can do with the actual comic book side. You know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty excited to see, like, what he does with, I don't know what character or storyline he wants to run with first. But in my mind, I'm like, well, it's got to be a new direction because look what he's done with the Marvel movies. Let's see what he does with the comics. And then also... Jumping into all that 
movie stuff too. He wants to put out two, three, four movies a year. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, would be cool. That's ambitious, though. That I mean, it really is. Three, four but movies a year. But if he's got year? four different projects going on, you know, at the same time simultaneously, then they can all be released at certain dates through the year. I mean, why? Why was? Why is it not impossible? I mean, or why is? I'm it, not saying it's impossible. Know, I mean, I'm just saying it's it's impressive. <clears throat> Because now you're not just doing, say, four movies a year, which that's not unheard of from Marvel Cinematic Universe. You get but, like three a year already, <laughs> throw in one more. It's not that. But those are all from different it's, directors. Yeah, that's what, that was my question, though. It's How a collaborative many, process. Yeah. Since 2008, there was what, 23 movies? What, we're at 23 now? Yeah, something I think like that. Homecoming, Spider Man yeah. Homecoming was 23. Far from home. Crap, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's that dad brain, you know. You it's don't that know. home. You said home. I don't know so anymore. Like it had home. You know right. the spider with the home in it? You know, the um, one with um, but no, Mephisto? Like, <laughs> Mephisto. Uh, what, what does that average out since 2008 till 2019, almost 2020? What does that average out to? 23 movies. So that's what, 12 years? Yeah. So that's two a year. Two, two a year. Two, three a year, easy. depending on. So they're also, gonna up it's that. not Mephisto, guys. It's so think of it this way. Yeah. Is what we have just been experiencing in the last 12 years is they're going to double that for us now. I thought there was a gap. Like, so it was a slow start. But also there was lots of different wheels turning at the same time. Like it wasn't just Kevin Feige. 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 It wasn't just him. And there was multiple well, upon multiple. That's true. Yeah, I mean. Could you imagine what's on his plate? Like everything. I mean, just everything with the Sony, the deal, whole Marvel the universe, whole Marvel universe, and now the chief editor. I mean, that guy is busy as shit. Was well, that chief editor? Or he's what, the chief, uh, chief creative. Chief creative. He's officer. he's coming yeah. up with storylines that could be interpreted into movies, essentially. So basically, all storylines that are written go through him. Maybe. Yeah, uh, I don't know the details of his position. Right. I don't know how into the the house of ideas he is how much you know when they go to like the retreats and do their pitches and and things like that i'd like, like to go with this storyline i'd like to go with like this. i don't really see kevin feige sitting at like one of their summits going hey hickman pitch me your x-men <laughs> but maybe he will because i'm sure that's how we got thor ragnarok Right? It was kind of like a crazy off-the-wall approach to Thor. What, what's his name? Taika Waititi? Tahiki. I feel really Your guess bad. Is I feel good really as my, bad for yeah, butchering I'm, that. I'm Either sorry. way, the, the guy's coming up with, he came up with a great movie. He's coming up with gold left and right. He's so, good. oh yeah, he's got a new movie coming out that deals with Hitler's Nazis. <laughs> and it looks the one where so it's, funny. It's almost like a Quentin Tarantino Hitler. film. Yeah, yeah, it really does look like yeah. a Quentin Tarantino film. But it looks incredible. Like the movie looks really funny. I only saw stills. No, I saw the I saw the trailer for it when I went and saw Joker, and I felt bad for laughing at the trailer when it's a bunch of like Nazi youth yeah. in Nazi Germany. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I and honestly felt bad laughing. But then I was like, well, if and you know, I'm pretty sure if you can make someone laugh. How do you spell his name? something like that. Oh, God. Just type in Thor Ragnarok on IMDb. They'll tell you who the director is. All right, now try and say that. He's also Korg for Ragnarok. Is he Korg? He's the voice of Korg. Taika Waititi. Yeah. Piss off, ghost. Piss off, ghost. Piss off, ghost. No, I mean, 
No password on the Wi-Fi, obviously. <laughs> so the guy's great, and he's doing hilarious stuff there. But imagine, I, I just can't imagine Feige in that room. But maybe I can't imagine it because that's not my world. Jojo Rabbit. That's it, Jojo that, Rabbit. Yeah, that's the, uh, it's got, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, it's uh, got duh, Scarlett uh, Johansson duh, duh. in it. Shut up. <laughs> it's a... Uh, it also has the bad guy from Inglorious Bastards in it, doesn't it? Uh, the oh, Christoph the S- Waltz. Yes, yeah. Yes. Oh, does it really? I don't know. Maybe. No, I'm pretty sure it does. Anyway, guys, if you haven't seen the trailer for Jojo Rabbit, <clears throat> um, go ahead and watch it. It looks like funny. it's going to be a really funny movie. And don't mind me if I'm wrong. Yeah, and also though, don't be surprised with all the Nazi stuff in it. I. I'm surprised that that movie made me laugh as much as it did with that kind of content. Joker? Nope. Jojo Rabbit. Oh, Jojo Rabbit. Like the trailer. Joker, I laughed, I think, twice. (laughs) That movie requires a a palate cleanser. After you're done watching, you're like, I need a shower. I need a a good glass of water. And to (laughs) run a mile or something. To run a mile. (laughs) it's, It's almost like after you watch Fight Club or a movie of, like, that kind of it's just so pessimistic it, it, yeah there's it's, no optimism yeah there it's it's literally so downing but it's such a great story i, I loved the joke well before we get back before we cover joker because man that's we could go down that that alley for a way i mean that's a deep dark oh, yeah. crime alley <laughs> dark tunnel yeah but um with kevin feige i i think it's a good move uh, him being named the chief creative officer. So which... Like you said, he took um, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is now a, a well-known brand. It's a, a film that's very well-respected, and people love it. But if, you know, just thinking about that, I'm like, man, that's an obscure team. And turning them into the next Marvel franchise seemed ludicrous to me. But he definitely steered that into a way, into good director's hands, great writers, good casting. So you, you think what helped be like the tremendous, next big... What helped tremendously, in my opinion, is bringing some characters that weren't in the you know the original Guardians of the yeah, Galaxy. Yeah, the core team. Yeah, the, yeah, bringing other characters into the core team that were not there to begin with. Who? Uh, Quill, for one. Star Lord. Uh, uh, also, uh, Yandu, he was a core member, but they made him seem like a secondary team member and yeah. also a villain a, a lot of the time. Also, his mohawk was way bigger and more badass. Yeah, instead of whistling with the arrow, it was a real bow. <laughs> it was so a real just bow. Just wrap, wrap your mind around a space bow and arrow <laughs> and just be happy with the choices. Yeah. I, we we got to bring you some more comics to read, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just but, yeah, but stuff like choices like that that make me think, yeah, he knows what, what he's doing. Well, well, when you think about, in my mind, when I think about, it, I was like, I would have never thought about bringing these characters together in such a way. Like, okay, okay, that, I would have never thought about making Star Lord less of a mercenary and more of like a jokester, roguish kind of space. Chris asshole. Pratt, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's not who he was in the comics before he was that movie very came stoic out. Stoic and yeah. And now that the movie's out, the movie's successful, of course, they kind of take a cue from it and and tweak the character a bit in the comics, and that's the Peter Quill we have. And we also kind of love. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, before that, I, I would have argued that Star-Lord was a throwaway character. Yeah, he was kind of a, I'm just this badass that travels the universe. Yeah, so now, it's stuff like that, decisions like that that are steered by Feige that I think having him kind of at the top, creatively speaking, for the comics is probably a smooth move. I definitely yeah. do not disagree with it. Yeah. Like, uh, he's done fantastic work with what he's done in the universe already. So what can you do with the source material? Exactly. And uh, I I think all, for me, it's exciting as a fan, uh, especially at Marvel right now, they have some cool stuff going on. I have been impressed with Marvel the last probably year, uh, especially with uh, the Immortal Hulk from Al Ewing, which is just on now the 25th issue. I can't wait for 26. Uh, We've got the House of X and Powers of X relaunch for X-Men from Jonathan Hickman. Which is incredible. The Dawn of X uh, just started, and we're two issues into that. We've got X-Men number one, of course, and the Marauders number one were last week. This week in New Comic Book Day, I picked up Excalibur number one. And it's a, it's a milestone issue because Apocalypse is a part of, of the X-Men team. Oh, shit. Like, just... Part of the team? Yeah, he's part of the team. Just for a moment, if you knew uh, nothing about the X-Men... It's a team-up... A means to an end. Yeah, I think I think Apocalypse has his own plans. Oh yeah, he always uh, has his own plans. So essentially, in the X Men universe, all mutants are united now. <clears throat> so whether you're bad guy, good guy, doesn't matter. You're now on Krakoa, the the island which is a living mutant itself. What do they call that? Uh, before back in the day, there was a. Uh, damn it! Damn it, it all! It's always been called Krakoa. No, there was another island, too. Oh, you're talking about Genosha? There you go, yeah. Genosha. Yeah, it was an island. It was, like, somewhere else and whatever, and bad stuff happened there. But, yeah, they had a nation state there for mutants, and they had a nation state um, on Utopia, which was, like, Asteroid M mm-hmm. in the Pacific Ocean, and that kind of didn't work out, so now they're rehashing it. It was, like, ten years ago. Just kind of making it better. But now they're they... making it work because all mutants are there. And it's, it's pretty impressive, actually. Even the bad mutants. We're talking Omega Red, Mr. Sinister, Apocalypse. Mr. Sinister. At, yeah. Exodus. He's, all of, like, the the 90s mutants. They all live on this island? They're all on the island. They're all there now. I haven't even begun to start Magneto reading Magneto is a massive founding member of this. Okay. It's Xavier's dream, and Xavier's doing all the work, but <laughs> he's being guided himself by Moira McTaggart. Who, spoiler, if you haven't read House of X or Powers of X, you already should have because I've been mentioning it now for a few episodes. <laughs> read it. So you can either stop listening right now and come back in 10 seconds. Uh, but she is a mutant. And she, her mutant power is reincarnation. So she's on her 10th life. And every time she lives, she realizes that mutants always are hunted and die and never win. And this time she's now. I have an out agenda. I have something to make it work. Yeah. Um, I won't say how that ends specifically, because they do show you how that finally ends, and it's it's very interesting. So if you haven't read House of X or Powers of X, do it, and then go pick up X Men One, Marauders One, and this week Excalibur Number One, and see how the new X Men world's working out for you. I'm kind of like I'm 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 hyped. I'm on it. Yeah. And then, of course, Absolute Carnage is going on. 
with uh, Donnie Cates so behind that, the creative wheels on that, and that, Ryan Stegman on the art chores. He's doing fantastic work. That that's Venom. Yeah, it's Venom. It's so it's like another like, symbiote that it's it's just another symbiote. They come. It's from, the son of Carnage. Yeah, it, the son of Carnage. Mm-hmm. Venom is. I'm the son sorry. Of, Carnage is the, the son, son of, of Venom. Venom. Carnage is the son of Venom. And they all yeah. come from... That's how we got the Maximum Carnage storyline in the early 90s. Is how this started. And this is kind of revisiting that concept, but much cooler. Uh, and was this still Cletus Cassidy? Is, yep. Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. So, what what is the difference between Carnage and Venom, then? Uh, essentially, like, okay, did you watch the Venom movie? I did. You remember Riot had different abilities than Venom... He was like, he, he's got shit you've never seen. Riot. What do you mean, Riot? Riot, the, the other, other symbiote. symbiote. Oh. The one they ended up battling on the spaceship and all yeah, that yeah, jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's essentially that, but with a serial killer bonded as to it. As the host. As the host. Instead so there's of, like uh, no reservations. Instead of a smart sociopath, you're getting a stone-cold killer. Uh, like a psychotic mass yeah, murderer. He, he's the Joker, creature. but... Uh, Woody Harrelson with, played his... Yeah. Yeah, natural born killers. Yeah. 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 Which is why everybody was so hyped that oh Woody God. Harrelson got that. Wait, what do you mean natural born killers? I was talking about the... Uh, what was the last Marvel movie that he was in the... Well, yeah, he was... He is... Uh, <coughs> he is Carnage in uh, the Venom movie. Yeah, okay. At the, in the, the end, end scene, Venom, you yeah. see uh, Woody Harrelson Wood. being Cletus Cassidy in a jail cell. Was that his name in Natural Born Killers? No. no, no oh, no. I thought there was some no, sort of... Like, no, just the connection of a connection serial there. killer with a symbiote. Ah. Uh, it, it just works out. That was some out. fun, like, meta kind of stuff. I gotcha. Well, I get what you're saying, because Woody Harrelson played a pretty good psycho killer. He always plays a really good psycho killer. Apparently, he's pretty good in Zombieland 2 as well. Double Tap. Yeah, that movie did well this past weekend. I think it came out this past weekend. What's Double Tap? Zombieland 2? Double oh. Tap. Yeah. I, the movie called, with, uh, I knew Zombieland 2. I just didn't know it was called Double Tap. What is that? That's uh, is em, a, Emma Stone, Abigail Breslin, and uh, the guy who played Jesse Lex Luthor. Eisenberg. We talked about him That's last time. That's right. Also, of course, Woody Harrelson. Well, well clearly, that's who we're talking about, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, no, in the comics, which we were talking about, Absolute Carnage, that's how yeah. we got down this, Woody, Woody Harrelson and his great filmographies. Uh, so knowing the character of Carnage, would knowing that character of what Woody Harrelson is capable of doing, is he perfect for that role? Yeah, just based solely upon his performance in... Natural Born Killers. Yes. Uh, and... Well, in the comics, like Cletus Cassidy is like a buff, built-up inmate. He's not really. Is he? Uh, Every time I see him, I always think of him as like skinny. I. It looks like he's always like jacked as shit. Every well, time. that's like, just American superhero comics. Okay, let's go with that. <laughs> like, Even the I guy see... who's like a meth addict has all of his teeth <laughs> and is built like a brick shit house. <laughs> Looks like The Rock, that's no matter point. what. Good point. good point. When I see Woody Harrelson, all I think of is Kingpin. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I also uh, think of Woody from Cheers. It's <laughs> yeah. like, how hard did they work naming that character? Hey, we got... Uh, the other bartender. What's this? Uh, 
Let's Woody just call Harrelson. him Woody. Okay, so character's Woody, and uh, he's going to fill some glasses and say funny shit to Rita Perlman. There we go. Look at that. Like that. I was in the writer's room. Uh, is that before my time? I only remember watching like maybe a couple of minutes of Cheers ever. Well, it probably was a little bit before your time. No, it's a little bit before mine, too. How old are you? 29. 29. You'll be 30... July. So July. you were born in 90? Yes, sir. Wow. <laughs> huh. Youngest guy here, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Matt just hit his head on the cymbal. <laughs> <laughs> Got a huge drum set right next Me to his head. gigantically rolling my eyes at uh, your youngest no, man that's, comment. That's Shut good. Up. No, that's weird. Yeah, like shows that I think of as classic. You... My, okay, so Frasier. Remember the show uh, Frasier? Dude, I know every bit about that show. My dad watched it constantly. His character Mash. comes from Cheers. Really? Yeah, Frasier. <laughs> I know what my dad watched. <laughs> uh, my dad watched Mash. <laughs> 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 yeah, Frasier first appeared in Cheers. Frasier is a spinoff show from Cheers. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, well, see? I'll the be more you know. I'll that must-see TV on NBC. Because <laughs> knowledge is power. <laughs> yeah, well... It's something. <laughs> Especially about old sitcoms. Yeah. But anyway. Woody Harrelson, Carnage. Right. So we were talking Venom. about Absolute Carnage and all the yeah. cool books that have been coming out from Marvel like the mm-hmm. last year. Uh, and that leads perfectly into today's new comic book day trip. Yeah. What, what did you get? Oh, what did I get? <laughs> all right. So I picked up. Here's my me unwrapping my bag of goodies. Yay. You went a little ape shit. Ugh. No, not really. <laughs> I'm really okay. First of all, so we always talk about Justin's comics. Yeah, that's where I buy my comics. Their Halloween sales still going on. Half off everything in the store. No oh, kidding. Nice. Just insane. So anyway, I picked up Absolute Carnage number four. Nice. Which wasn't new this week, but I picked it up because I don't think I had it yet. Uh, so I had to get it, especially since it was half off. Obviously, you have to add to the collection. Well, yeah. Well, I'm reading the whole series. I was like, damn, did I forget that last week? Do I have that? Yeah. Uh, I picked up Silver Surfer Black, number five. Nice. Oh, the Silver Surfer. Yeah. Which So Donny Cates is writing that. Uh, and he's kind of, I like his touch on it. He's kind of humanizing the Silver Surfer, Norrin Rad. Taking away some of his abilities and such? He's watching him spend his abilities, which is why he starts turning black. He's kind of just using the power cosmic. Oddly enough, Deteriorating his body. He's fighting Noel, who is kind of like the dark symbiote god that Donny Cates introduced in his Venom run. Uh, Speaking of his Venom run, which he's still on, I picked up the Inhyuk Lee... Uh, variant edition of Venom number 19, and it is sick. So I had to have it. I just looked mm-hmm. at it. It was also half off, so right. pick that up. <laughs> pick it up. So, so far I have three books by Donny Cates this week. So clearly he's killing it. Yeah. Also, by the way, I'm pretty sure he's in Paris getting married. Oh. So if you guys were invited and I wasn't. Uh, actually, oh, RSVP s- yeah. Yeah, uh, a couple yeah. days ago. I, I also I need to get poor. There. I can't afford a Europe trip yeah. right now. Yeah, so. about that. I picked up Deceased, number six. Uh, that is the Tom Taylor book. It's essentially Marvel Zombies, but DC. Yeah. It kills so that fast you won't have time to scream. Yeah, so there's a variant covers to all the issues of classic horror movies. And this one, I don't know yet. 
Just I'm, in time I'm not for sure Halloween. what it is. It's got Detective Chimp on it. And if you can make Detective Chimp one relevant and two cool, you're a damn fine writer. So also look great. Yeah. Massive shout out to Tom Taylor and everyone else involved on the DC story deceased storyline. They're doing good. DC deceased. Uh, DC's deceased. I picked up the Sandman Universe Presents Hellblazer number one. Oh my god, which is the art by uh, Marcio Takara. He is killing it. Every time he posts something on Instagram or Twitter, I love it. His art is just sick. It resembles uh, Zane from Borderlands 3. <laughs> I was thinking One Direction. Okay. Uh, well, but I'm if you kidding. Want to I don't even play. know who that looks like. Uh, but, I was thinking yeah. Gambit with the cards. Yeah, a little bit. Except for those are tarot cards. They're what? Slight difference. Slight. Tarot cards. And he's uh, using the flame on one to light his cigarette. So it's the older John like Constantine. I was going to say, I was like, it's mm-hmm. almost John Constantine except for... Uh, and that is written by Simon Spurrier. I'm very excited to read that and see just how true to form we can get uh, John Constantine back to the Vertigo kind of roots. Uh, he's making his way into DC and all that stuff too, but I is. mean, you know, the... It's always all these multi-dimensional multiverse things. Yeah, you never know where you're going to end up <laughs> with Constantine. Who ends up where? I picked up Excalibur number one. Uh, that was the book I was talking about earlier. This is the Jubilee Choose variant cover. I just thought it looked cool. And Jubilee is... I don't. I wouldn't say underrated, but sometimes if you see some 90s nostalgia, you, Jubilee is who I think of. You remember the 90s cartoon... X-Men. Dude, I could listen to that all day. Her powers were not that great. Fireworks. Yeah. That's what I got. (laughs) She was like Dazzler. A little, yeah. Yeah, A lot. See, I don't know any of these stories. Yeah, I also picked up uh, Harleen, book two, from the DC Black Label. Uh, That is by Steshpan Sejic. I'm sure I just butchered it, but... He's one of my favorite artists at the moment, so pick that up. Uh, just seeing the cover, it looks awesome. And I also picked up Joker, Killer Smile, book one, oh. from Jeff Lemire. That's and a cool cover. Andrea Sorrentino, her... I like that cover. I really hope that's a her. My God, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> Andrea Sorrentino's artwork is killer. Is it Andre or Everything, Andrea? no, Andrea. On everything, everything that Andrea does is just awesome. Back from... Uh, Green Arrow with Jeff Lemire back when they did the New 52. Uh, mm-hmm. All the way Whenever up they to... revamped him and took away his... Mm-hmm. All the, yeah. Um, just, uh, I'm always 100% on board with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I picked up uh, a spinoff from the Absolute Carnage stuff called the Red Goblin, Red Death, number one. Oh, and that shit. is from uh, Norman Osborn when he has a piece of the Carnage symbiote. So, uh, so he's good not stuff the Green Goblin. Week. Also, his glider is way more badass. Oh yeah, in that picture, he's just badass all around. All around. And then uh, let's see, Thor else? over there. Yeah, this is just promo stuff. Some Marvel free previews for. Is that Wizard? No, I wish. Dude, oh, I, I have stacks wizard. of Wizard. You, I cannot, cannot tell you how many. I did, however, though, because Justin was having an incredible sale. I found something. I did have an incredible sale. For Matt. What? Yeah, I got Matt the oh, uh, dude. Epic Collection, Volume 8, so from 1988 to 1990, dude. of <laughs> Doctor Strange. Can I borrow no. that? That is the Triumph and Torment that just came out this week. 
Oh my god, thank you. So it's a collected edition, and that's some classic Doctor Strange tales for you. Is Dormammu in it? Dormammu's on the cover. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what Dormammu well, looks like in the comics. I've only seen say. the movie, yeah, so I, was say. I have never seen him in the comics. I was going to say because his face reminded me of Dormammu, so that's yep. why I, yeah. I instantly thought. So I hope that you see that, you read it. <laughs> And I'm shows gonna, me. I'm gonna I know. You're gonna I burn really, through that before next week. I also really hope you don't ask me any questions about it because <laughs> I haven't read it. I'm not. <laughs> I can't tell you anything. It's a collection, right? It is a collection. Okay, so, so there's plenty of there's stories. There's gonna be in some there. really cool stuff in there. But yeah, Damn. if anybody gets a wild hair, uh, Justin's comics uh, located there well, thank on you. Main Street, of course, dude, thank absolutely. In St. Charles, they're still having the half-off-everything Halloween sale, and that runs all the way up until <clears throat> the end of tomorrow, so Halloween. So please, get there. Pick up some cool stuff. They have some insanely great deals on vintage comics, Silver Age comics, Funko Pops to comics that just came out yesterday, and everything in between. So get up in there. Get some comic goodness, guys. Now I have to move this fat stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you put which, them all on the table, and then now we rough. have to move them. It's okay. Keep them, keep them nice. Oh. oh! Matt, you asked me about now this. I'm be looking and this, this is the Marvel uh, free previews. And so it was announced at, I think, New York Comic Con that Donnie Cates was taking over writing for Thor. Oh. Which is big news because Jason Aaron has been on it for years and has been killing it. But Donny Cates has taken over, uh, so I feel like he's going to be in great hands. Yeah. Uh, but the cover artist on that is Oliver Kopil. It it looks he very was different at Ace Comic Con. Oh, was he? He was the dude who showed us his cover to Thor number seven hundred, and it was the art book was signed by Stan Lee. Oh, it was a giant I canvas. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was him, and he. No shit. Is just slaying those covers. He's not the interior artist. Man, I'm not going to lie. That one was Stan Lee's autograph. And what did he say the price was? I forget what the oh, price that was. that price was $1,000. Oh, I thought Jeez. it was more than that. I thought it was more than I that. I looked at it and I was like, ooh, that might be worth it. But literally, I was like, oh, man. Like, to be, like, right there. Yeah. But <laughs> it was... Like, this is Stan Lee's autograph. I've only got one thing signed by Stan Lee. Oh, I, I think I have... An, and I have it, one. I, it came to me through other people, but I think I have like one or two. How do you think one. you have one? You should know that. I picked it up. At, you, dude, that's Stan Lee. He was at because I don't know if it's authentic or not. Uh, it's hearsay. Uh, that's tough. It's hearsay. Oh, he tough. signed this. Okay. See, it How helps if that? you've watched it. Yeah. But then again, like you can't go resell it because it's not certified. Right. Well, I got. But I'm not trying to resell anything signed by Stan. Exactly. And no, I have that's going to hang up on a shelf, uh, and that'll be there forever. I have a video of Boss Logic signing your poster. Oh, yeah. So well, it's authenticated. <laughs> not to take anything away from Boss Logic, because his artwork is great. Oh, but, hell yeah. Yeah, he's no Stan Lee, man. I'm not... Well, never. No, I'm, I know that, but I'm But even saying. though there are people who, like, go and get books signed by various artists and stuff. Yeah. And it's not certified, but they're like, oh, here's a picture of me doing it, and it's totally fake. They get one picture and then forge some... Signatures Half and books or whatever, yeah. and then pawn it off. So that's why, like, if you go on eBay and you try and find a signed book, the certified stuff is way more expensive than hey, this is this has a signature. 
because you never know. You don't know. Well, I have a Maximum Carnage Volume 1, and it's supposedly signed by Stan Lee, but I have no way of knowing. So I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to hang this up regardless (laughs) and hope it's, you know, just... Yeah. Just hope it's Stanley that actually produced it. So. But, I mean, if you're fortunate enough to get, like, the memory or something with it, like, that's all you need. Dude, yeah. Uh, I, I won't even let my son touch the comic book itself. Like, his wall is lined <coughs> with all the great series that I I think are great. But, like, that one, you, you can't touch, buddy. <laughs> that's often, going to daddy's room. I've often wondered about what it takes to get your kids kind of down that path, Mm -hmm. like into comics. Doesn't take much, I don't think. It's just what they end up diving into that really... I do think it's self-directed. Yeah. Like, I myself... You have to be interested. Nobody ever, like, nobody in my family or anything was really into it, except for my cousin. Not too many people in my family either. Yeah, my cousin was just all over it. He had the comics all over... Uh, and I just, as soon as I saw it, I was like, dude, that's cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I was finding the people at school. I was in first grade. I was finding the people at school. Like, do you have comics? You have comics? Yeah, I want to see them. I bought my first comic <laughs> book on the school bus from some kid. It was a Wolverine issue. <laughs> nice. Which Back I, of course, deals. just turned in to, like, shreds. A fetish. But, yeah. No. <laughs> what? No. What? what is wrong with you? That is a thing, though. <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of people like, I can't. This took a turn. Unless you're in the Savage Land. <laughs> I thought land. you were going one direction and you went the other way. Why? 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 <laughs> Why is that where you go? I have questions for you. So, How were you raised? Well, yeah, I guess it's just whatever. Black soot's getting to your brain. <laughs> I'm going to call this conversation line real quick. Or we're just going to move back to move normal forward. stuff. That, that's okay. But yeah, so I really hope uh, at least... One of my kids, I only have one now, but hopefully end up having more. Um, I really hope that one of them just naturally is into it. Yeah. I would really hope that my wife was naturally into it, but she's just kind of like, eh. <laughs> what, having the, kids or comics? The, <laughs> comics. The comics. Yeah, there's something. Because you get a lot of them women, they're like, once they have a baby, they're like, I'm never doing this again. And then a few months later, they're like, oh, I miss being pregnant. <laughs> I know. I I heard my wife say it. She was like, I miss being pregnant. I was like, wow, you're forgetting some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Remember all those horrible nights we spent together? In I'm bed? not comfortable. Yeah. I have heartburn. Birth. <laughs> all that. You kind of forgot all that, huh? <laughs> Doesn't really ring a bell, huh? But my wife is into watching the new uh, Watchmen show on HBO. I haven't got to start it yet. I'm about to start it tomorrow. I need to get HBO. Yeah, it's kind of, well, it's an interesting show. Because um, it's, I don't, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Aside from just objectively speaking as a show, mm-hmm. it's entertaining. Like, you're just kind of like, whoa, what's coming next? But uh, the thing that I found most interesting about a DC show on HBO is that we got news, I think yesterday broke, that there is going to be another Green Lantern DC show on HBO. And that one surprises me. It surprises me that they're going the route of HBO. Because I think HBO is doing their own streaming exclusive mm-hmm. service. So like HBO Max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the surprising part is is that they're going to let be produced by Greg Berlanti yep. from the Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. And he's bringing CW. back Brian Reynolds. 
No, oh, no, I don't think so. We're not going to talk about. Yeah, that. I don't Damn. think so. Even Ryan Reynolds is like, we're going to talk about I, that. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm like, Damn. Green Lantern is what got I me really, into DC early on when I was a kid. I really like Green Lantern and uh, teaming Green up Lantern. with Green Arrow. <laughs> you liked Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern. I mean, everybody gave it so much shit. I thought it was all right. If you're not a comic book fan, I didn't think it was that bad. No, I didn't think it was as bad as everybody. No, they could have gone. There was some in a different direction with parallax, and they could have gone. Do you know what different direction with? Do you know what it is that makes movies and comic books either kick ass or suck? It's always the third act. What are we gonna do at the end? Yeah. You're oh, gonna throw parallax awesome. into the sun. I thought that was cool. No, I'll be honest. I was man. like, I really, thought that was freaking cool. Really? As a comic fan, I'm sitting there like, you gotta be shit. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick the couch and the Why, dog though? at the same time. Why right explain now. that? Because me is not, I, you know, not too Hal much Jordan. Comic you... That story is based on Hal Jordan. But Hal is Jordan that... is supposedly the greatest of all the lanterns. He has the most will. He has the most power for his ring. So why is it stupid how they ended that movie? Hang on a question. Do you want to know how great Hal Jordan is? So Hal Jordan, his ring is powered by his will. Okay, wait. Hang on. Don't yeah. even interrupt. I'm just going to tell you how, no, how you fucking great he is. His will is so strong that he forged a Green Lantern power battery and ring out of his own will. I'm like, damn, son. <laughs> this is stuff like... Obviously, so you're you're we not. Could go, we could go deep into Green Lantern talk right now. My favorite still, but Kyle my Rainer. question still, Kyle. I hope they base that show off of Kyle Rayner, uh, simply just because how. the. Yeah, I mean, either John Stewart, Guy Gardner, Alan Scott. I don't care. I would love to see it start with Alan Scott. If it and then if jump it, to modern day and give oh us like God. Guy. Yeah, give us give us. I need it. Okay. I want to see John Stewart Green Lantern, but I want to see him as the center of the Green Lantern Corps movie. Oh, That's what I want. Because John Stewart is such a phenomenal character. Well, he's your architect with a marine background. He's, he's also he's nothing but great. Like yeah, even in phenomenal. like the Justice League comic or uh, the Justice, Justice League the and Justice anime, League Unlimited. animated series yeah. and Unlimited. He was just all around like, no, I'm here to be nothing but good. I only offer my abilities to those that are, you know, have like the greatest agenda. Yeah. He, he was a character so grounded in strong morals and doing the right thing all the time that even in, man, God. When him and Hawk Girl were doing their thing, getting all romantic and whatnot, she got her mind possessed and whatnot. And he was like, no, I'm cool. I'm gonna fight you because you're evil right now even though you're the love of my life so yeah we're talking about the justice league story anyway the cartoon anyway anyway so john stewart i think deserves to be in the movies for the tv show on hbo i'd be happy with any green lantern even if they could like kind of like bring them all in you know that's why i would love like hey let's show the entire core they show the core green lantern to the core i mean bring in kilowog bring all day who's the squirrel one Oh, yeah, bring him on. Bring in, bring in Mogo, the planet. Green yeah, uh, Mogo actually he has a huge presence in the core as just being a beacon of great will. Others draw their strength from him while they're yeah. in his vicinity. It's crazy. So the the thing about the show being produced by Greg Berlanti on HBO makes me wonder: Will they tie that into the rest of the Arrowverse, Arrowverse. on the CW? 
So we're talking about shows like Green or Arrow. Arrow, yeah. The well, Flash. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batwoman, which just started. Is she a part of it yeah. now? Is is, is it all interconnected? Uh, and then also... Yeah, Doom Patrol. No. No. No, Doom Patrol and Titans are all on the They're all on the DC... Yeah. What's that called? Uh, DC... I hear great things universe. about those shows, though. Also, I watched the first uh, season of Titans... Is it good? It's phenomenal. In my eyes. In my eyes. I'm dude, the writer on that, Brian Edward Hill. Did you? He's awesome. And the dude will talk to you on Twitter. Dude, like, every scene is just, like, pulled from on my imagination. Yeah. So, wait, wait. Titans, so. Even in the season finale of season one, right? Robin's fighting Batman. Yeah or nay? Is that like some some promotional crap that there, kind of draws I, you in? There's with? some stuff I don't want to give away, but essentially, no. Robin doesn't fight Batman. What? Who Robin fights is okay. Yeah. Okay. It. it Here's it, what we'll do. <laughs> do you have a password for this? It's a subscription service. Do you? Uh, have yeah, it? I'll give it to yeah, you. Yeah, hook a brother up. I'll yeah. watch Titans. You, dude, I'll watch, watch it Titans from start to two. get. It's it's a little slow in the beginning because they have fine. to build it up, but. Uh, Dude, you can get on YouTube right now and just just watch like one or two of the fight scenes in any of the episodes. You know, for me it was like fuck it, I'm in. Dude, I'm gonna watch this and I'm gonna get hype about it. I'm just gonna impulsively tweet at one of the writers <laughs> also, of the show and just see if he responds. Because if he does, I'm like, oh my god, Skype me, man. Also, I'll talk to you all day. They offered like uh, for Jason Todd. Yeah, they offered a whole new. They've given him something whole new to deal with. Instead of just, you know, Joker beating the crap beating out of him with a crowbar and then blowing him up and, you know, death in the family style, now they've given him something new. Uh, interesting. And now Deathstroke, Slade Mother Effin' Wilson, is making his way onto... I saw it. And he looks good, too. Oh, my God. Like, he looks I, good. I haven't started season two yet, but... I've seen the stills I've, for that I've on already, Instagram. I've he already... Looks Probably better than the DC. Manu Bene? Is that how you bring oh, it? I don't, I don't know. He looks better than Joe Magna to... Mangeline? Yeah. Dude, even then, he even when he was too. talking to Luther, I was like sitting there, I'm sitting there in the theater seats like, oh shit, it's happening. Do you want to know what one of my most prized comic book possessions is? Tell me. I have the first appearance of Deathstroke. Signed. As the Ravager, or no, as the Terminator? Deathstroke Terminator. Yeah. What is that? New Teen Titans number two? That's two Teen, that's teen Titans. Yeah. I don't know the issue, yeah. but yes. Number two. I have it signed by George Perez. No, you don't. And Marv Wolfman. So <laughs> no, writer, you... artist. And CGC graded. Unfortunately, it only came back in 9-6. Uh, but I've got it. Because I met him at C2E2 last year. God they were both super it. cool. I have pictures I'll show you. Yeah, I'm, I know they're super cool. I just need to meet them. You should just come to C2E2. With yeah, you. I would love to. You could meet the podcast guys that I met up there, and they would all be like, who's this loser? <laughs> so I don't I'm know kidding. If... They would, they're cool. <laughs> they would never say that. I don't know if you watched Arrow and all that jazz, but Manu... Manu Bene, I think is his name. The dude who became Deathstroke. Uh, yeah. yeah. Slade and that. He did a great job, like, bringing it to the small screen for me. And then did, now, yeah. now we have this, like, I haven't even seen the episodes, but I've seen, like, 
clips and stuff, and I'm just like, okay, I have to devote an entire weekend to this, or else I'm not going to appreciate it the right way. We should do a deep dive on Deathstroke one episode, just the whole episode, because Deathstroke's a dad. De- Deathstroke is a dad. He, uh, also, both of his children make appearances in yeah. season two. Rose? Yeah. She got both eyes? Nope. Oh, yeah, I gotta watch this show. And his, and his son's Give deaf. Give me your password. Whoa. Yeah? Wait, is he deaf in and, comic uh, books? No, he's not. He's just... That almost makes it better. It, it, oh, it, it adds it. a okay. new element. Right. It adds a new element. I'm reaching out via social media. That's cool. Yeah, dude, check out YouTube sometime. <laughs> it's I, not new. I don't have time to check out YouTube. I have a child. Yeah, me too. And a job. My bad. And a wife who... Loves me, and I love her, and I love spending time with her. Love you, dear. So anyway, um, Matt, do you have any interest in watching a Green Lantern TV show? Absolutely. If I had HBO, I would totally watch that. I like the movie. I'm not going to lie. I, I was entertained by that movie. So It wasn't an awful movie. It just wasn't as great as it could have been, in my opinion. It wasn't a Marvel movie, mm, but it was, it was fun. I thought it was uh, I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. So I thought I Ryan Reynolds was a good Hal would, Jordan, but just they just went a different direction. With I it, thought so. everyone who acted in that movie did a damn fine job. Blake Lively always. Mark Strong, <laughs> Sinestro. <laughs> yes, uh, and now he's uh, yeah. uh, Doctor Savannah in you know uh, Shazam. <clears throat> yeah, and so, does damn fine in that too. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. He's he just was a good actor. He was his character was killed in that movie, correct? Which one? Uh, the in Green Lantern. In Green Lantern, yeah. The Where's, pink guy. Uh, the the bald guy. No. Oh Where no, that uh, that's uh, uh, who is that uh, guy? B- um, b- Hector. Hector, yeah. Hector, Hector um, was that's who it was. But Parallax. Did his, did his, yes, did his well, character he got possessed by Parallax? Yeah, he he had Parallax a little bit killed of those abilities. Hector Hammond. He it took his fear. He was scared, so he. Yeah. He killed him. Okay. So, uh, I know it's off subject, but it reminded me, it was making me think of a character that was brought up in a movie, like somebody was getting ready to, like this new character was going to come in, and then no movie ever brought them back. <laughs> it was in the first one, uh, the first Hulk movie with Edward Norton, Mr. Blue. Oh, he was supposed to be... He was the, supposed to be somebody because some blood dripped on him or something. No, no, that that was uh, after he got a, thrown a, around. Absorbing man, yeah, and is what no, it was no, supposed no, no. to be. And his nope. head was nope, no something. I forget who he was. He's talking but, about the Incredible Hulk, yeah, the with Marvel Edward Norton. Cinematic Universe with Edward Norton. So you get Abomination, and then you get um, the leader. He was supposed to be the leader. The dude with who also gets the gamma irradiated blood, but instead of being strength, what's enhanced for him is his intellect, his mind, and that's why in it's, that movie his his head starts growing because yeah. his brain starts growing. Uh, which but is, they never did anything with. Oh, that they should though. They I, wanted to, was, but that's, it never, what that's what I was trying to say. That's the thing that we've always that we I think have touched on in previous episodes. You get. Awesome characters from the Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton. You get the Abomination, who they should have released from wherever he is in prison mm-hmm. to fight in Infinity War. And then you also get the events that get you up to getting the leader and unleash him on the world, but you never see him. All you get from that movie is the Hulk. We don't even get Edward Norton back. We get Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Which, 
Now um, I've grown into loving, but at yeah. the time I was like, oh, I kind of really like Edward Norton. Same here. I loved him. I thought Bane. Edward Norton was yeah, a perfect, I thought he killed awesome it. But, I mean, you know, they went in a different direction. and They always all, do. All that such. They don't always do. Just That was a time of transition because at the time what Iron Man came out, it was through Paramount. Well, yeah. that movie and led then, up to Iron Man yeah, because and, after nope, the... other way. Well, he was. Well, he ended. The they end ended that movie is, with him with Robert Downey well, no, Jr. coming in and talking yeah, to Ross. But, but Iron Man came out first about the Tony Avengers Stark initiative. Was there, so after, yeah, Iron okay, Man. okay. So I'll, I'll, give that. I'll give you that. But that was a Universal film as well. Oh, okay. That was before the Marvel kind of cinematic universe itself was able to take off. Yeah. And so what we get: Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, and then Captain America, the first Avenger. And then the first Avenger, of course, leads us into all of the other 22, 23 Marvel Cinematic Universe movies that we have. Yeah. But, yeah, taking that back around full circle to the Green Lantern film, and then, of course, the possible Green Lantern show on HBO, which, honestly, if HBO is going to put out a Green Lantern anything, it's gonna I'm on board. It's going to have a good budget. I'm on board. Yeah, it'll have a great budget. We'll get... Maybe a Game of Thrones like Hierarchy. production value kind of show, mm-hmm. which if you can make boring dragons, well, dragons aren't boring, but like D&D. a lot of the stuff in Game of Thrones is technically, in my opinion, boring. Yeah, but that show was not boring. I never, I, I never watched. It, it, I'm not gonna so. lie to you. Yeah, so I, I watched the first two seasons and I was just like, too much incest. I got about. I watched the first. <laughs> Three episodes of the first season, and I could not get past anything. I, I, I struggled through that third episode, and All I was right. like, I'm done. We're not even nerds anymore, according to what we just said. <laughs> well, you're not fantasy nerds. It's fine. I was never on board with the whole like season train, but the rest of the world apparently was, yeah. and HBO was behind that. So if they can make that pop off, Imagine what they could do with source material like Green Lantern. Oh, they could do awesome. I mean, you're looking at 50-plus years of solid source material. You can take so many stories, and then you can meld them together and throw them all, mix and match. You could go, hey, Jeff Johns, come here for like 30 minutes. minutes. Give me five minutes, bro. We just want to talk to you and maybe work with you, but probably just talk to you for a minute. Jeff Johns is one of the greatest. He's the chief creative officer over at DC now, and he's mm. killing it right now. He's he's doing amazing things with not only Even Green his Lantern. Doomsday Clock is popping off. It's incredible. The only problem with that series is the delays, but Watchmen had delays like that too. So I'm I feel like it's so true to form. Well, I mean, from what you tell me, Watchmen seems to be a pretty great series so far. I haven't started it yet. You talking but, about the show? Yeah. I'm talking about the. The twelve-issue limited series that came out in nineteen eighty-five, nineteen eighty-six from Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. That is still that. Uh, okay. Shout out Stephen Graveman, who I know listens. Uh, hopefully, we get you on the show soon. He is my Watchmen buddy. Uh, we go kind of pretty deep into some stuff. He's essentially he's Ozymandias, is Bubastis. He is yeah. that deep in it. Uh, he could. Uh, refrain tales from the Black Freighter to me, like he he's just in it. Uh, so hopefully we can talk about Watchmen with him soon because I know he's watching the show. So it'd be great to have that conversation with him. But as far as just the twelve issue series, Watchmen itself was 
probably, in my opinion, something from DC that should have been standalone and not integrated into the superhero universe proper. Right. <clears throat> but it is being integrated into... It was Vertigo, right? Uh, no. It was just... It was bo- it predated Vertigo by like three or four years. Okay. But it... It was so just... It was just incredible. Just the idea to deconstruct superheroes in a modern, mature way, in a way that history itself would work around them. Had Show all around. their flaws. and yeah. yeah. Well, just how would the world react? And the way that they do that is incredible in that limited series in the mid, mid-80s. And then the way that Jeff Johns is somehow... And I don't know how he's doing it, even though I'm reading it. I'm 11 of the 12 issues in. And I'm just impressed by the way he's melding those characters into the DC universe. And he's doing it incredibly well. And the only qualm I have is that I think that the the universe we're supposed to have from DC Rebirth has kind of passed us by now. Because yeah, it's two years old. It's, it's kind and of And it feels lacking. like the story is now behind and not catching up. Um, but it's still, it's such a good story and the art by Gary Frank and I believe Brad Anderson's on, on the coloring chores and everyone involved in that book is knocking it out of the park. I mean, I don't, it's, it's the dark and gritty thing that gets me, that pulls me in every time. But it's just incredible, not even the dark and gritty aspect because Watchmen was superbly dark, even for the eighties, but Doomsday Clock is it's dark kind of in theme, but you're not getting like when Rorschach becomes Rorschach right, you're also and starts adding... killing criminals mm. because he sees what had happened one time. You're, you're also adding in like the flash and yeah, you get the reverse f- flash. And you get flash, you get Superman, Superman's a central character. The whole Justice League. Reverse oh. flash, yes. Is that uh, like the tortoise? No, he's actually uh, just as fat. Or he's Eobard Thawne. Eobard Thawne is a uh, a futuristic person. Yeah, a div because that is a deep (laughs) dude uh, flash mytho. The the flash that Jeff Johns also made incredible. The flash goes backward and forward in time so many times that. even the most he's responsible for the new 52 <laughs> i don't know if uh, yeah. right, i'll give him that yeah okay but anyway flashpoint anyway read that and then we can move on from that but other than that, speaking of moving on from that i feel like this is we're really about to just tip onto that rabbit hole of watchmen flash and it all comes from jeff johns and his and his incredible writing talents and his chief creative officer talents over at DC. Uh, but I still stand by the statement. I can't wait to get Steven on the show. We talk to him. It'll be fantastic. Mm. Um, but other than that, I feel like we're going to talk about Steven. The fact is he's a dad too. And the dude's got jokes. So why don't we mm-hmm. break do into some the dad, dad jokes? jokes? All right. <clears throat> hey guys. What's large, gray, and doesn't matter? I couldn't tell you. That's irrelevant. <laughs> I'll give you that one. <laughs> I couldn't stop myself from laughing. All right, let me do one. Let me right. Pick a good one. Let me, right, let me well, <laughs> that one was good. I like, it's irrelevant. <laughs> That's why I couldn't uh, stop That one was good. <laughs> uh, 
You don't know. scroll too hard. I, like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I, I picked that one. <laughs> you can swipe sideways. Oh, no, this one's, this one's pretty solid. Guys, what vitamin improves your eyesight? What's that? Vitamin C. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Somewhere a five-year-old's laughing. <laughs> All right, Justin, you're up. Give me a good one to read off. There you go. All right. I'm making a new documentary on how to fly a plane. Oh, yeah? Oh, We're nice. currently filming the pilot. Oh, <laughs> is that the first episode or the guy who does it? That's <laughs> a crash landing. <laughs> I, you know what? Those are good dad jokes. <laughs> we'll find a way to like integrate them a little better, but that was good. We should yeah. probably toss one in between like each segment or something. Just, those just, are just, random kind just, of just like randomly be in conversation, <laughs> then just randomly drop a dad joke. Yeah, Matt will be talking about whatever he's talking about. You just cut kill him off the mic. <laughs> we need a dad joke. We'll right do it now. in post. We'll just insert <laughs> jokes in post. Uh, All right. You know what? I feel like this is a good spot for us to. Uh, Go ahead and call it. What do you guys think? I think, so. I think we covered yeah. some good stuff. I think so, too. It does. Thank you for the book. Oh, this you, is awesome. You don't even have to say thank you. I'm going to take that home with me. The hell, hell you are. <laughs> <laughs> it is good, though. It's, it's good to have uh, more than two on the show. Yeah. Right? Cause oh, I feel, yeah. You know, we talk. Well, no, I was very, I mean, I was interested a lot in what you guys were talking about. I just don't know a lot of the stories you guys were going off about. That's like, why I gave you one. the book, man. But this is all Dr. Strange. That's true. I'm going to need you to educate us on that. Not Actually, yeah, I need you to strange. read through that this evening. Could you start now? Tomorrow That's morning. not going to happen. That's like 200 pages. Oh. <laughs> but it's picture It's a lot Matt. of illustrations, too. It's not as much reading as you might think. Dude, I read like this. You put your trust... I'll do it. All right. Let's <laughs> wow. not do that. You should really go to story time at your daughter's <laughs> kindergarten... <laughs> Only I won't be the one showing. I'll be the one learning. <laughs> Matt, get out of the chairs and I'm in for your way. You're supposed to be reading this. No, I thought it was story time. I was just when here to listen. Snack time. <laughs> I'm Matt, actually here for hey, the naps. Matt, when are we taking Can you nap? get up? Those cots aren't uh, Also, where's the chocolate milk? <laughs> Dude, don't say chocolate milk around my kid. Those fighting words. <laughs> Does your car still smell like chocolate milk? Uh, my car. Throw. Actually, my car now finally smells fine. The vomit smell is gone. And Febreze. Sometimes smells of alcohol, but other than that. <laughs> All right, well, I think it's been good. We've discussed some awesome stuff, starting with Halloween, what our kids are going to be, what we aren't going to be, because we're all lazy dads. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but we still care. I'm so a Piper every day. So that's, that's good enough. Uh, I love you, but not enough to dress up. <laughs> we talked about Kevin Feige being named Chief Creative Officer over Marvel in, in entirety. Mm-hmm. Not just the Cinematic Universe, but also the comic book line. Mm. Uh, we also... Let me ask you this. When Kinsley gets old enough, say five, six, even seven, eight years old or something like that, she's like, Daddy, Daddy, you got to dress up with me. Then, if same with Grayson, if that's the case, I'll start dressing up. But Here, as of right now, I'm not dressing up. Here's the deal. I don't want to say this out loud, but I guess I have to. <laughs> if my daughter asks me for almost anything... Of course. You're going to do, do of course, it. Of course. So if tomorrow Kinsley comes up and says, Daddy, you witch? 
Well, guess who's putting on a witch hat? Sure. Yeah, yeah of course. Hey, screen. Yeah, I'll just walk around and be like, yeah, I'm a witch. Yeah. <laughs> G's a little too young to kind of understand it, but Kins is right at that age where she's kind of getting what's going on. Yeah. Like, Ken, or G sees a pumpkin. She's like, oh, pumpkin, pumpkin, because we did some carving. So, I mean, yeah. it's... Kinsley's at the point where she's like, we're stabbing the pumpkin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're but to make this mofo? <laughs> so, so, we, we discussed... <laughs> Oh man, we kind of went off on that one. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I tell you, next year I'll probably dress up with my daughter. Surprisingly enough, I don't dress up with her at cons. Yeah. Like, we'll dress our kids up, but I don't dress up. Like, you, you ain't about to go that far. It's not my bag. It's just not. Like, I don't want to dress up. You should be Ray, and she should be that little orange ball that walks next to BB 8? BB, yeah, BB 8. Yeah, except for BB 8's round. My daughter is like stick thin. <laughs> no, you get She's not going to roll with the eat. same consistency. Oh, it's come like on, Calista you... Flockhart <laughs> following me into the forest. Come on, you've seen them guys. Eat the sandwich. <laughs> Was the... oh, Wasn't she married to Han Solo? Harrison Ford, yeah, it was a full blown all the way around Star Wars reference. <laughs> Bringing it back around. Nice. Nice work. I make people do a little work, but usually my comments are related. <laughs> People listening are like, wait a minute, we're like six episodes deep. What have I missed so far? <laughs> I have to go back. <laughs> Didn't they say ten minutes ago they were widening it down? What is going on? Yeah, they all know it's lies. <laughs> widening it down. The widening guy. Uh, so anyway. Winding. It, not widening. <laughs> I widening. I was like, uh, okay. All right, so it's it's been good. We, we talked about Halloween, we talked about Kevin Feige's new role, we talked about the new comic book day grabs, Yeah, and uh, my apparent love for Justin's Donny comics. Cates. Oh, <laughs> that was from... Well, you love Justin's comics, too. I have love for Donny Cates. Okay. I am in lust with Justin Comics. Justin's <laughs> comics? That's not, that, that, no affiliation <laughs> with me, by the way. <laughs> Whenever we're not on the air, I call Justin Comics. <laughs> <laughs> But no, uh, both, all the above. I yeah. love Donnie Cates, and I love Justin's comics, and uh, hopefully we will record an episode in the store one day, um, hopefully on a sale day, so you can just blow money in there yeah. and be super happy. That's kind of what I'm scared about. <laughs> Don't even be scared, because uh. I'll be like, Matt, stop, your child needs to eat tomorrow. And you'll be like... <laughs> you have to go to work? I look, all, look at all this stuff. We won't go too crazy in there, but Justin, if you're listening, hear me, buddy. We're coming. We're coming to to enjoy the store. Knocking on the door. Yeah, we're just coming because we're excited we're coming. to be in the store. Um, and then we did some good dad jokes. <laughs> I've got Justin laughing at that horrible stuff. Um, Shut up. So at this point in the episode, it is time He's for us to say our goodbyes <laughs> and do our closing. Cheers. So we're gonna cheers. cheers. Is everyone full? No, uh, not by any means. I, I have a full glass. Guys. I got maybe two thirds. Uh, yeah, about two thirds. All right, I'll take your lie, Justin, and I see the two thirds in Matt's bottle. All right, everybody. <laughs> Liar. To the galactic dads. <laughs> to the galactic dads. All hands. It's so cold. Oh, the carbonation and really hurts the throat. <laughs> Yeah, I love excuses too, guys. Anyway, it's so cold. <laughs> Matt's having brain freeze over there. Uh, Should put so lime cold. in it, Matt. It warms it up. <laughs> Drop a heater in that bitch. 
So anyway, oh. no, it was good. So thank you, everyone, for listening. We always appreciate it. Uh, we are launching soon on Apple Podcasts. So if you're listening to it on yeah. Apple Podcasts, go ahead, give it a rate. Uh, give it a five-star rating and then review whatever you want to say. <laughs> we'll read it. Yeah, we'll read it. We'll love it. But I will. Yeah. Uh, we are also still on SoundCloud, so if you find us on there, please share it and love it. We are working our way to Google Play and Spotify soon as well. So wherever you're listening to the Galactic Dads podcast, we appreciate it. We love you for listening. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Please share us. Uh, share it with your, your geeky dads uh, who think that there aren't other geeky dads out there. There's a, there's a number of us. There is a ton of us, and we all love you. We love each other. And we all need your help in raising the next generation of geek. Because uh, God forbid these movies stop having an audience. God forbid these comics stop being so awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of great stuff. And if you guys have a geek flag, let it fly. So Matt's also opening. There's the, hot chicks in this yeah, that's, <laughs> that's our scene. We'll he opened to a scene okay. where he saw a bunch of chicks in bikinis. So anyway, um, yeah, if you listen to so the podcast, perky. you love the podcast, go ahead, rate it, share it, put it across your social medias. I mean, do whatever you can. We appreciate you and love you for it. Otherwise, if you want to talk to us, you can hit us up on the socials. We are at Galactic Dads on Twitter and Instagram. And the Facebook page is coming soon, so you can find us there as well. Otherwise, this has been Episode 6. We thank you guys for listening. And Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Have a great one. We will talk to you soon. Bye.